Welcome to the FarmEd podcast. My name is John T. Brunyi and I'm the head of sustainable farming and food systems here. Our mission is to provide learning spaces and events all around agroecology and regenerative agriculture and food that hopefully inspire, educate and connect people to ultimately build sustainable farming and food systems. And that word food systems is crucial. But why? What's our why? Well, at the end of the day, what do we need? We need to nourish people. And for me, that's yield times nutrient density times access to food. And we also need to regenerate. We need to improve, rebuild and enhance not just farms or fields, but landscapes. Ultimately, we need to regenerate the planet and our ecosystems. It's a big ask, but that's why we're here. Today's podcast, today's focus is particularly uh, relevant. We're focusing on sustainable food sourcing and the hospitality sector. You know, it's a hard one to crack, but it's a massive market. So today it's a pleasure to be joined by Julie Klein. Julie, tell your story. Who are yeah. you? Where are you from? Thank you. So hi, I'm uh, Julie Klein. I'm a sustainability and nutrition trained chef and I am founder of Sustainable Kitchen Consultants. Brilliant. And tell me a little bit, what, what does Sustainable Kitchen Consultants do? Great. So we are a team of sustainability and nutrition trained chefs and supply chain experts, and we work with the food sector to help them implement sustainability strategies. Marvellous. And that word sustainability, I am going to dig down a little bit. What does it mean to you? What does sustainability actually mean? Yeah, so it, it's a word that's often polarised, isn't it? So you know, there's, there's three main pillars of sustainability. There's people, planet and profit. And, and uh, you know, often profit is seen as a bit of a, a bad word in uh, sustainability, but we do have to have financial uh, sustainability as well. So all of our strategies help businesses reduce their negative impact on people and planet and also help them to be financially sustainable and viable. Cool. And we'll dig down to that again in a, in a minute. And you mentioned the word food sector. What 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 is the food sector? Is it um, pubs, hotels? Yeah, explain. Yeah, pubs, hotels, um, anything from public to private catering. Um, so anyone who is sourcing ingredients and then creating food, whether that's in a, a food service sector with you know hospitality, restaurants, etc., or a retail product for sale, say a jar of kimchi or something like that. Okay, got you. And that's something very close to our heart here at FarmEd, you know, with the cafe, the restaurant, our food service. It's hard. It's hard to, to source sustainably and to tell those stories. Mm. But it's something that we, you know, we, we really put a lot of effort in, but it's not easy. So you know, hats off to you. So, Julie, tell me a little bit more about the, the problem you're trying to solve. Yeah, so, I mean, food is at the centre of everything, isn't it? You know, the centre of, of our daily lives, global health and economic and environmental crisis as yeah, well, unfortunately. Yeah. So food sector has a, has a real opportunity to be able to have a real impact on our ability to change some of these issues with, you know, health, economic and environmental challenges. And they can do that through sourcing and the creation of, of the food that they're creating. So this is the problem that we're, we're trying to solve to help them and empower them with the knowledge that they need mm -hmm. to make wise choices about their sourcing and their, their production, etc. Yeah, yeah, cool. And so lots of people would think that you know, sustainability is uh, comes at a cost, that it's a luxury, but 
I think there's you know, some price implications here, some positive price implications of being more sustainable too, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously at the moment we've got really, really high uh, food inflation costs. So, so a lot of businesses are struggling. Um, but sustainability incorporates being uh, cost effective, yeah. including, you know, looking at um, repurposing food, for example, and, and making the most of it, you know, the whole root to fruit and okay. um, cooking, etc., and being creative with that. And so really looking at cost efficiencies. And I know the food waste charity RAP in a global study found that businesses focusing on food waste, for example, and reducing food waste had a return of £14 for every £1 they spent on those food waste wow. initiatives. Yeah, so there's a real opportunity here to, you know, help teams understand what their role is in being able to reduce food waste mm. as well as, you know, source better and, and create healthier, more sustainable food. Absolutely. So it's a win-win-win. Wonderful. So the cost of living crisis you know, is impacting on all of us. You know, we're all, we're, all, we're all spending food, we're all buying food, we're all trying mm -hmm. to work, we're all trying to you know, get through this. Um, surely as we you know, times are harder, we spend less in the food service sector or is that not quite true? Well, interestingly, so historically, when there's been economic downturn in the past, consumers tend to go out less, yes, but they spend the same amount because they make reductions in other parts of their lives. So they may not go on that holiday to Thailand, for mm. example, or, you know, buy a big ticket purchase like a new car. Yeah. So th there's lots of stats on that. Plus home delivery is okay. still performing the, really well. Yeah, the Deliveroo. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's still, you know, really good um, avenues for food sector businesses to, to optimise on with mm. consumers. And I guess it's that home delivery particularly, that's when the, our sustainability ethics really drop. You know, it arrives, it's in this packaging, mm. we just want it cheap, cheerful and convenient, quick. quick yeah. yeah. And the sustainability thing is the one that you know, probably drops off. Real concern. And another problem, I mean, we face it in farming as well, which is you know, shortage of labour. You know, where do you find good people? How has that affected, you know, whether it's be Brexit or you know, cost of living, etc., how has that affected the food service sector? Yeah, it's been a real challenge. So, so Brexit and, and uh, COVID lockdown, a lot of staff in the sector actually sought other jobs. So, mm. yeah, there has been a real shortage of, of staff. But what's really great is employers have been increasing pay to attract and retain good staff. So there's been an industry-wide 11% increase in pay in the hospitality sector alone in the okay. last 12 months. So things are improving there. Mm. And that, it, so we're paying people more. Um, how does that work in reverse? What are the, what do, what do the chefs, what do the front of house team want? There's probably some payback here too. Yeah, so it's interesting. So, so we've found some research that showed 68% of job seekers who want to work for an employer that is doing something positive for the planet's future. Mm -hmm. And they say, 33% of those say that sustainability affects their job search. So, okay. you know, this is really positive and, and I think uh, food sector employers can really stand out mm. by investing in staff, not only by increasing pay, but also perks like training, etc. that address those things. Okay, so there's good news there for purpose-driven employers. Yeah, that's cool. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, but at the end of the day, we're consumer-led. Do consumers really care? Well, apparently. So, again, we've seen consumer-level research that shows they demand more from outlets to help them understand if what they're buying is sustainable or not, mm. with 42% saying that they don't have time to work it out themselves. Okay, yeah, hard, yeah. 
Um, and also 40% of consumers in uh, December 2021 said they trust food and drink suppliers are reducing their environmental mm. impact, which was up 30% from okay. a few years ago. But of course, farming, John T, is, is you know, really important in this and, and UK farming and what they're producing. So, you know, perhaps... You know, what, what are some of the challenges from a farming position? Yeah, well, there's plenty, of course. Um, you know, lots of us are trying to move to a really positive agroecological or regenerative future. We're doing more for our soils, you know, building ecosystems, working more on nutrient cycles, water cycles, uh, landscape scale stuff. It's happening. So, Julie, so it's frustrating. It's hard, isn't it? You know, if I sell locally, I can, you know, I've got some sort of overview of my supply chain. I can talk to my customers. But when I supply the food sector, it gets lost. And I'm sure mm. the chefs, the buyers of food also get lost. You know, what, what can we do? What, what do you advise um, the buyers of food in the food sector to, to look for and to do to ensure you know, a better sustainability footprint? Yeah, and, you know, it starts with asking questions. And, and so, you know, the more teams are empowered to ask questions about where their food is coming from, provenance is, you know, the first step uh -huh. um, in that, and just understanding how it's being farmed. Um, it's a good start. Ask yeah, it. Totally. I, absolutely. I always it's recommend not that. Yeah. about where yeah. it comes from and yeah. how it's being farmed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so asking questions is key uh -huh. and only then can we start then incentivizing other farmers okay. as well to you know farm better and 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 get more a, a better supply chain. Yeah, so that relationship's key, but it only takes us so far. Of course, you, you know, time um, is hard. The chefs don't always get time to go around farms, and yeah. I could tell you my veg is very sustainable, and you'll believe me. But how can we prove that? What's the role of labels? Yeah, I think we need to push for better. Frankly, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of the. The software um, programs that chefs can order food from don't even have provenance as a, as a starting point, okay. for example, or whether it's organic or not. Yeah. And, you know, and I think there are very uh, real reasons and challenges in the supply chain consistency of supply that mm. that's, that's why that's happening. But it, it's a problem. And so we need to be able to encourage people to ask more questions. Yeah. And so what labels should people, you know, if I was a chef, what label should I look for? Is Red Tractor, what else is out there? There's leaf, uh, it's organic, so there's a number of things. Mm -hmm. Pasture for life, Pasture maybe. Pasture for life yeah. Is, yeah. is a good one. And, uh, you know, in our training, we encourage people to, you know, understand what the different labels mean and what's important for them as a business as mm. well. Okay, so that's good. So ask questions, understand, look for labels, absolutely. Does it still go far enough? Do we need better labelling? Yes, I think we do. Good. I agree. And I, I something I'm a big fan of is something like the Global Farm Metric. Yeah, um, Sustainable Food Trust are working on that right now. It's nearly ready for big launch. And that brings all the metrics together in one place. And we could use it across all farms and all food products. We're desperate for something like that in the industry that we can all work with. Yeah. So hopefully you know, people in the food sector can help us push for that. Um, Julie, we often hear also um, about, particularly on meat, less is better, um, that we should be eating a lot less, particularly red meat, or you know, I personally think we've reached peak chicken and peak pork. How, mm. What's your view on that? Yeah, that, yeah, but there's a lot of beef bashing, isn't there? And, and that, you know, restaurants are being asked to reduce their scope three emissions mm. and reduce meat from their, their menus and less but better meat. And, you know, our training really um, helps people understand, well, what does less and better mean? Okay. You know, because... Uh, 
Well, what does it mean from, from your perspective, John? To um, I, I struggle a little bit with less is better. There's so it's it's too new. It's more nuanced than that. Um, at the end of the day, we need to eat more sustainable meats mm-hmm. um, that contribute to regenerative you know, grazing practice, build soil, etc. You know, livestock play a crucial role in most regenerative systems. So for me, it's too simple an argument to say less and better. We just want better. Exactly. And in some cases, in some cultures, in some bioregions, maybe you know, more meat is an okay thing if it is extremely sustainable. So, but yeah, generally I'll go with a message less is better if we are ensuring better. But then I worry about protein substitution. If, right. we, if we eat less beef, what are we going to substitute that with? Something that's more sustainable or less? Yeah, Where's that soya coming from? Well, there's some wonderful British growers of wonderful legumes hmm. and, you know, pulses and, and grains, etc. So, you know, th- this is changing, which is fantastic. Yeah, but it, it's such a, it's a dilemma for all of us, you know, that avocado dilemma. Um, but we're working through it slowly. Yeah, but yeah, more British pulses is absolutely you know, one great idea. But yeah, personally, I'm, I'm a pasture for life farmer. Um, I'd support that one. And of course, we've not really talked about nutrition today either. Um, how much stuff? You know, how much detail do you go into on the courses in your work on the nutritional value of the menus? Yeah, certainly. And, and this is very much linked to sourcing strategies and, and why people need to ask questions of their suppliers as to how their ingredients have been farmed because that's going to have a bearing on the nutritional content of, the, of those ingredients plus also because we're nutrition trained chefs we then provide import in terms of how to create a nutritionally balanced but delicious meal you know it's not all about calories something could be you know low in calories but not necessarily nutritionally what we need um, and something actually could be low in carbon and not necessarily what we uh, need from a you know nutritional mm. point of view as well. So yeah. you know we bring that all to life in our in our training. It's complex, but yeah. we're getting there. Thank you. Wonderful. So Julie, your main focus is training, training in the food sector. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about what sort of courses, knowledge exchange stuff you're doing at the moment. Yeah. So our training course in sustainability it covers global sustainability issues so things that impact agriculture human health biodiversity climate change and then we extrapolate that down to how they interconnect with the food sector and how individuals can influence these these big challenges that Mm -hmm. we're we're having so that people understand in their day-to-day life how they can have an impact on making that better okay and you know if chefs buyers of food come onto that course they leave with the skills to what develop their own uh, sourcing strategies yeah yeah so um, all our training is designed to empower people to implement their own strategies but we provide guidance in that so we cover a number of things so we have an introduction which is for the whole team but then we drill down into specific things for chefs say sustainable sourcing strategies and then menu development so mm. specific hands-on in kitchen uh, recipe development work you know really focusing on low carbon seasonal reduced waste all of those great things maybe even fermentation and pickling as you know okay. elements of, of reducing waste um and then we have this whole bit about customer communication so that the front of house teams mm. know how to talk about sustainability as well and what all the great things uh the business is doing to mm. be more sustainable sounds good and the great news is we've got a course coming up at FarmEd, a one-dayer mm-hmm. with you. Um, and you know, the FarmEd team will be talking about 
uh, the challenges as farmers to produce great food, nutritional density, soil health, etc. And then you'll be doing what? What's your bit on that course? Yeah, so it's a real opportunity for teams to consolidate their understanding of sustainability issues in the context of food growing mm. and farming. And But we also then bring it back down to, well, what does that mean from a sourcing point of view and a menu development point of view and choice of ingredients, etc.? Cool. So, and they leave with a bit of an action plan of what next, how to get over their barriers. They do. They also leave with some CPD accredited oh, good. Uh, training, which yeah. is great. And we, we also have some, some takeaway things that they can um, have in their back of house or front of house. So key terminology, key points to consider. We also have electronic versions of those as well if, you, if they don't want to have hard copies. So, so really great. Julie, who is this course aimed at? Yeah, well, so it's applicable for anyone who buys, prepares, serves or sells food in any type of food sector business. So from manufacturing to retail to food service, like like we said, hotel and accommodation businesses. So that could be operations manager, purchasing or supplier assurance managers, certainly kitchen and chef teams, front of house and say a retail food producer as well. So that's kind of an introductory course and from there you'll signpost them to more of your own courses and others and you know, other resources. Brilliant. Mm. What a great start. So people, if you're out there, if you're in the food service sector, do get in touch. Um, check out Julie's work, Sustainable Kitchen Consultants, um, and hopefully see you here at FarmEd for the up and coming course. Any questions, you know, drop us a line. We'd love to help you. Um, and Julie, one final thing. If you could change the world from a food point of view, what one thing would you do? You know, I think it's just normalise um, being as resourceful as possible with, with our food and understanding where it's come from. So, mm. so just having a bit more of a uh, connection with nature and where our food is coming from. Cool. I share that vision too. Thank you. Julie, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Keep in touch, everybody, and see you soon.